Hello, this is the Potter's Podcast with a not a very good week. No. Talking Stoke. <laughs> not, at not, not at all. Poor display in midweek against Rotherham. And then followed it up with a terrible performance against Watford. Terrible Controlled it, minutes. but crumbled away. A lot of things have happened. The players come in, a player's left, which has caused a lot of aggro between Stoke fans. There's a lot of stuff going on. The window's still open, but obviously the first thing is need a striker. That's got to be the one remaining thing. Cosgrove links aren't going away. So that could still happen, but apparently we've got Sal Sam Boots at six million to bring Cosgrove in for six Sal off the bench before we can buy anybody else. Yeah, I mean, what scares me is is I know you've got to give players a bit of time, but he's bringing these players in. You're looking at them on paper. Clark being one of them is a decent winger who can cause teams problems, and he's not playing on the wing. Yeah, which which for me is not just frustrating. There's steam coming out of me is. Yeah, it's, it's been a ridiculous week in that way. I mean, Rotondo hasn't yet played on the left wing. The only real star that's come out of the players we've brought in has been Norrington Davies because he put a great performance in in the last two games as well. Yeah. Uh, but let's be honest, Joe Allen, we were crying for him to come back. Since he's come back, we haven't won a game. I'm crying for him to leave. <laughs> <laughs> he's come back here and we can't win. Been stodgy at, in midfield. We're looking at about 13 games without actually winning a game. 12 games now 12 without games a win. Now. A win. Yeah, I know there's going to be a little bit of a transitional period getting these lads back in. I understand that. And um, with the injuries. But I just I can't fathom without losing my mind how frustrating it is when we've sat here before over and over before we even started doing this podcast talking about managers playing people out of position we, we moaned about it at the start of last season not having a left back not having a right back we need proper players who play left back play right back we've got nothing up front we've got injuries I understand that we know Clark causes problems we know what he was like when he played for Leeds he needs to be playing where he plays. It's well, as simple as that. I don't, I, at the moment, there's been a lot of stick coming towards Michael O'Neill over the last couple of weeks. And to be honest, at times, you can understand why. It's warranted. It's warranted at times. I mean, this formation I don't think works. He's brought players in. He's brought two wingers in, a right winger, a left winger. And I think Doherty, who's also signed this week, that we'll discuss on the transfer roundup. It's one of them things where it's 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 not been a good week at all. To be honest, we, I, th- I think that worrying times are starting to come now because it, it just doesn't look like we can get wins. That's that's the biggest problem. We just look a bit disjointed all of a sudden. And, and all right, fair enough. I mean, a lot a lot of fans have said if Fletcher's fit, then you start him. But he's already proved Fletcher that he has made a glass. And you have got to be very careful with him that he doesn't end up. Well, being I don't, the thing is with him, I don't understand why I didn't start. That's that's the thing. No, well, but I, he, like you say, he plays a game, he's out for a game. Plays a game, he's out for a game. He's just trying to nurture him all the time. We can we do? We don't need that. Yeah. Especially now we lost Campbell. Well, Campbell's pretty much killed any chance of promotion because I don't think we. I think we've only won one, one game since, since he's got injured. Yeah. Right. So us. Always, it's a uh, quiz time, and I'm winning three one after last week. Even though it should be four one technically. Danny said as well that I should get two points for those two guesses. And oh, uh, creep! Wait till I see. <laughs> well, you'll see him at twelve o'clock here on Friday. I've parked in my space, so it's one not of them. Clean, not cleaning your windows. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. I don't clean your windows, but I park in your drive. Right. So this time it's, it's uh, another play, obviously. 
It's not a manager, it's a player. This person started his career with York City, then went on to play for Sheffield Wednesday over 31 times, went on to have a long spell at Preston North End and played as a striker. I've got right. a good idea who it is. Do you? Yeah, I think so. so I think so. But I'll leave it, I'll leave it to see what the other clues are because this has happened to me before where I've gone, <laughs> I've got it! No, we haven't. I'm on by your own. No, you no we haven't. <laughs> I'm nowhere near. Yeah, that's that's start of the quiz question. You've got to try to bring it back to 3-2 but before we do, we're going to have to go into player ratings. Right, so we get going. Basic. He did that. He did all right. I want him out, Adam. Why did he like you? so basic. I don't want him. Don't get me wrong. He come in when we're in a bit of a, a pickle, really. We'd lost. Yeah, but he's done well. To be fair, he hasn't been bad. He hasn't been bad, no. But of late, I just think maybe it's time for a change. I'm not saying permanently, but because the thing is, Gunn's back training. Davis is back training. That for me, I think whilst we're in a bit of a sticky situation, I'd go for experience. For it, yeah, you know, I, 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 I still believe Davis is number one. I, I, mm. I still do. I still think Gunner might be a better option. Just, just, just to calm things down a little bit. I'd, I'd, the thing is with Gunny, intel player is he now? No. The thing is, when you look at it, we've got three goalkeepers there. Technically four, really, because of um, Blondie, but he's still too young. He probably needs a loan spell. The the thing is with Davies, I like Davies. When he came in, he he's he's been a brilliant number one since obviously Chocolate Risk Butland's gone off to sit on the bench at Palace. Um, and to be honest, I I probably would put Davies back in, but I'd still keep Berzik on the bench. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not I'm not I'm not ousting him completely. I just think when when he come in, we were in a good run of form at the time. Well, he got, what was it, seven clean sheets yeah, or whatever Yeah, and, and we just carried on like he'd been in the side all season. And we're in a bit of a sticky situation after Christmas now, and I think maybe let's try and settle things down and bring a little bit of experience back at, at, in goal. I mean, it was him who gave away the penalty, wasn't it, as well? Yeah, but to be fair about the penalty, because he made a great save, it was one-on-one. He got down to it, made a save, and then he just tried to push it away. But to be fair... I can't think who it was. Was it Danny Bat or Chester? Was stood stood next to the player. Yeah. Why didn't he go in to stop him? Help him out. Help yeah. him out. Yeah. Instead of him having to lunge to get the ball, it was a penalty. There's no question. It's definitely a penalty. But I, I don't feel that Bergic's done a hell of a lot wrong. No, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and slate the lads. I just think, at, like, as a as sort of a management decision, maybe. Bringing some experience between the sticks just for well, yeah, because they're down, both back but, now, aren't they? Gunn's yeah. back, Davis is back, so they're properly in training. I think Beige will fill in till Davis is fit again, then Davis will probably go back in goal, which I'm all for really because I prefer Davis to go and then Gunn, yeah, because because Gunn isn't our player as well. If he was our player, then I'd be in two man and probably say, Get let's see which get, one get somebody yeah. on the phone. Where was it, Accrington? He was on loan. Get somebody on, get them back on the phone so you can have him back on loan till the end of the season. Yeah. Just to get him out and get him playing at least. The thing is with Beers, I've seen enough in him for him to be a good prospect of the future in. Because you've got to remember Davies is getting on a bit now. Not not in gold, because goalkeepers can carry on for a long time. But he's 27, 28 or something like that. Yeah. So having a good young keeper like Beers as backup is nothing but oh, a positive. It's a option, yeah. I just, like I say, I just think maybe... 
bring some experience in, people who are going to... The thing is, I think I looked at Davis at the start of the season and think, he could give us a lot of points over a season. Yeah, there's no chocolate wrists in Davis, is it? When we were under the cosh away from our early doors this season, Davis kept us in games at times. He's a good goalkeeper, yeah. I like Davis. I, I, I still don't understand how he's not the Wales number one. Mm. I mean, Danny Woods, the third choice at Leicester, but the Wales number one, how's that working when Davis I feel playing? sorry for Davis a little bit because, I mean, he come to Stoke and never got a sniff at the beginning. Yeah. And then... When he has been given the opportunity, he's done really well. Then got picked up a, a reasonably serious injury. Yeah. But he's been out for a while. What bad luck! Because the thing is, if he'd have carried on, he'd have been lucky to get Davis out of that number one shirt all but, season. But I think it has also been a positive. Davis getting the injury because of the emergence of Berzik. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing that we've seen him now. And we know he, he can. We for know him he personally can. though. For Davis personally, it's oh, for Davis personally, yeah. yeah. But you know, I thought Berzik did all right. To be fair, on on Friday. I think he did okay, to be fair, compared to other things that have happened. I mean, there's worse players on the pitch. I'll, I'll give him a five, I will, for the yeah. result. Because it wasn't a good result in any shape or form. Not Nobody really shone for me no. in that game. Right, Collins, right back. Oh, he's not a right back, is he? No, but he still does. He does a good job, but the thing is, this is a team that, that's got real quality. They've got, they've got Saw. They've got Will Hughes, a player I've always liked. I think yeah. he's a good midfielder. They've got Joe, Joe Pedro, is it, on the left-hand side, who, who's got literal pace and such quality. Mm. Player that really shouldn't be at this level. You know, you want a right-back there. You want What is going on with this putting players out of position all the time? You know, you've got a right-back there in Tommy Smith. Now, we, we all know Tommy Smith isn't the best right-back in the world. But at least he's got experience of playing in that position to handle somebody with that kind of pace. What worries me, this playing people out of position, I'm a bit worried that it might start damaging morale a little bit within the group because you've got to look at like Tommy Smith. He must be sitting there in the stands thinking, am I really that bad? That you've got to play centre off at right back, a teenage centre <laughs> off. We've only just broken through into the first team, and and this is the thing. And you sort of come in, and we look so disjointed. But I think there's, I think there is a reason to be fair, which I'll talk about when we talk about Michael O'Neill. I mean, to be fair, he, he he's such a good utility player, Nathan Collins, especially for his his age. It's very rare you get. A utility defender like that who's not past 26 to 87 it's got a lot of experience and can play in other positions he's a teenager and he can play center back right back i bet he could do a decent role a decent go in the holding midfield role but he's at that point in his career where if michael o'neill says i want you to play up front he'd just go out and play it because you just at that age you just want to play you yeah. just want to get out on the pitch and get game time if he was five years older and he played centre-half of most of his career and then you're asking him to play out of position, then you might have got him saying, well, that's not my position or he might not have been happy playing. He would have had the role. experience to fill in that role. Yeah, but some players don't like coming too far out of the comfort zone, do they? They like playing in that position and that's it. Yeah, Gary Neville, if he, you know... You wouldn't have put him anywhere else. No, no, no. <laughs> like, like Carragher says, no one wants to be the next Gary Neville. <laughs> No, but like I say, I just think he, he will. He's always going to do a job for you because they just want to play. And but why are we still talking about players out of position? For me, nearly two years on from when we first started talking about it, because the ones we brought in haven't been good enough, or who doesn't fancy him. Uh, I'll give him a six. Yeah, I'll stick with six as well. I, 
I, I can't. I'm I'm struggling this week a little bit. Well, it was a poor performance, so yeah. there's nothing we can really do. On to Harry Suter. I think Harry, that was probably the worst game I've seen of Harry Suter. To be honest, first off, I thought he, he did all right. First off, he brought the ball out well when we're under pressure. He got the he just sort of calmed things down and got the ball forward and he looked all right. First off, can't really moan at him, but we were just. For me, for, for for one of the goals, we were just all over the place at the bottom. Well, for one of the goals, I think it was the second one, the Saw one, he just let Saw run through. Yeah. And it's like I say, it's the worst, that's the worst I've seen him play. Because he's been probably my, for me at the moment, he's probably my player of the year at the moment, Harry Suter. And yeah. um, that's probably the first time I've looked at him and gone, oh, he didn't play well here. Did, like I say, he did a right first half, but second half, I think he was at fault for that second goal. He he. He looked, he looked leggy as well, second half. He looked like he was struggling with, with the attacking pace of Watford and that that's that was a problem for me. Strange one, Watford, though, isn't it? Because on, on paper, I bet a lot of people are looking at him as promotion favourites at the start. Because well, I would have seen, yeah. Cause they've got some genuine quality. Yeah, they've, they've got a good squad, especially for this league. And I think they, they've been sort of hit with the same rush as Stoke, but they acted quick and got a good manager in and, and yeah. looked abroad and stuff where... Stoke was just trying to constantly bring British managers in, which has, yeah. I think, been a big downfall at times as well. I mean, I'm going to give him a four for that for that performance. Oh, someone is in a bad mood. It's not being in a bad mood. I just, I just <laughs> thought because of that second half display. I can't really. I could, I'll go five. He just trying to just, shut me up now. Aren't no, he? just for the first half. I thought he did all right first half, but like I say, I just thought you could pick holes on the defence second at times. Yeah, we went from. Such an organised performance, first off. But it's because we aren't killing the games off. That's why no. we aren't creating chances, and that's that is becoming our big problem again. I think teams have done that down Stoke for a while, and they come to Stoke, they sort of come, let us play for an hour, and then when we don't break anybody yeah, down, yeah, it's, it's basically just let, yeah. let them pass around a bit, get a bit tired, yeah. and then just then we'll just and then, then show show out, show you our attack. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now you've been doing it wrong for the last hour. Like, like, like the Can I tell you, 60 minutes, you've just been passing it sideways and not getting anywhere. We'll show you how we do it. Watch this, one ball. Oh, wait there, sort it. <laughs> right, James Chester. He's very vocal, isn't he? I agree with that. Yeah, you can hear him. You can hear him. Um, Beaten by D and he, I mean, it was a good ball. It was a good ball, but I thought it was at fault for the penalty as well for not basically keeping an eye on the ball when Bergic made the save and he was let through. So for me, it's just a poor defensive display and this is the problem with the inconsistencies of the team. It's like we can't seem to play 90 minutes of football. It seems to be 45 minutes. Yeah. It seems to like struggle one-off or do well one-off and then struggle second, second half. half. Or we start well in the game then fall away in the second half like Blackburn. First half we played well, went in, I think it was 1-0 once it went in, and then crumbled apart in the second half, gave yeah. a goal away and get, got, got himself sent off, off yeah. which was Chester. Because I've been singing his praise a lot at work and around around town and everything. Chester has more recently been playing well. He's linking in with the other with suits as well. But again, it looks like that, that shaky ground has become shaky again. Yeah, but like you say, if you're not killing games off, then you sort of invite pressure on your own shoulders let alone as a squad as a team I, I just think the first half at times it was not a matter of if we're going to score it's when Yeah. at, at yeah. times first half you're sort of watching the game thinking 
have we not scored yet? <laughs> yeah, but it was like I was sitting there thinking, we haven't tested the goalkeeper still. No. We've had, had the a ball, lot of the ball. We've had all the ball and haven't made a single talented pass or no. bit of creativity. All that killer pass. Yeah. We're just lacking that that sort of little bit of know-how and that's why it frustrates me when we bring these attacking players in and they're not in the positions that they're meant to be in. Yeah. Because they're the ones that could unlock the defence. Yeah, it, that doesn't make sense of what he's doing. Right. Right. right now, let's give him a score, I'll give him a five. Five, yeah. Four, Copy. sorry, I'll give him a four. <laughs> you're copying again now, so I'll go with that. I, I think, was, I think I said it a split second before you did. He didn't ask him five, and he said five. So <laughs> I think it was far, five. Then realised <laughs> that, you know, he, he, I didn't think he played well, I'll give him a four. Right, your new favourite player, Norrington Davies. Brilliant. To <laughs> 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 so, so be honest, he, he was probably the only decent-ish player for me. He nearly gave a penalty away, didn't he? He nearly gave a penalty away, but he didn't. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, if I had balls, if my if auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> I mean, he did see a, a, great, a great piece in the paper saying he showed his fiery side because he turned the stretcher away. I went, oh, wow. Well, because he said, no, we don't need a stretcher. All of a sudden, he's a fiery character. Well, because it was a big worry, isn't it, when he got, he went down, I was like, oh, no, not him. He's only, he's only <laughs> signing, which looks good. Yeah, he got up and carried on. I, I think he's all kind of character. I mean, I think if he's joined permanently, he'd be a good signing. So fans will love him. I think I, I like him, I do. Yeah. I like, he's, he's not afraid of a tackle. He's quick. He's exactly what we've been crying out for, but he isn't ours. <laughs> That's the one that ruins it a bit. Yeah. But he has been a good signing, he has. He's, he's instantly fitted in, worked well, and I like him, I do. I think Norrington Davies is one that I'm hoping we can sort of maybe get, get a deal a deal yeah. sorted in the summer, get him in on a permanent basis. Yeah. I'll, I'll give him a six, I will. I'll, I'll give him I'll, I'll give him a three, seven, I'll Come in and run a joke, that's a very good. I know because what, what, no to be fair I will give him a six I can't give anyone above a six for that performance except for one man who we'll go on to later right John Hobie McCall the bloke's finished <laughs> I'm sorry he's done my dad, we, my dad rang me last night and we were talking about John Hobie McCall and he said for about 60 minutes he didn't know he was there but then every now and again he'll make a good like a, a neat little pass and he he, he could see he's finished just feel, I get the feeling that Mark O'Neill's building the team around him a little bit. Well, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> but he is, isn't he? <laughs> the thing is, he can't. I think now Johnny McCall, McCall is becoming a bit of a problem because of the return of Joe Allen. Because they were like this last time Joe Allen was in the side, where we were struggling to get the ball forward. Yeah. And it's because we've, gone, we've got Joe Allen there and Obi McCall that are very, well, to be honest, quite similar. Probably Obi McCall's a better defender than him, but he's too old. And you, you can yeah. see, I don't know why he's playing 90 minutes. He should have been subbed off after 60 minutes because he was tiring. He's, he's, the way he was playing the game was crumbling away. He was struggling. I mean, what, what I don't understand is that, I know, I know it's not relevant, but if you sign somebody like that playing on FIFA or something like that, yeah. you'd, you'd be a substitute for kill a game off. You wouldn't be playing someone of his age. Yeah, but your thing is, Johnny McCall's an older midfielder. You know? <laughs> Bring him on, he might get a goal. Yeah, but if you if you if you win in two one against top of the table, yeah, you could you could bring somebody on for the last twenty five minutes. But we've got no one else. This is the problem. Mm. We've got cousins, but I don't. Cousins can't really pass. <laughs> that's that's the problem. With yeah, but he can run back. <laughs> <laughs> well, Johnny McCall can, but the problem is you can clearly see that 
he knows in himself that he knows his body can't do what it could do five, six years ago. So he's slowing down. You can see he's tiring. He's one season playing. He'll be gone at the end of the season. But, it, well, it depends if we can get someone else in. And this is the big problem we're having now. Yeah. Um, and players are coming in on such a short-term basis. And that's that. we're just not getting any sort of stability within the squad no well, you have to you can't give Johnny McKellar three years oh no no I'm not expecting him giving but him it's, it's like I think Fletcher giving him two years is probably a bit of a push because sometimes it's, it can make you lazy it's like I was listening to a documentary about Kevin Prince Boateng who you know he said when he, when, when he had his five year deal at Portsmouth and his four year deal at Milan he said it made him lazy made him know he knew he was going to get paid for the next three years yeah. and he said oh, he was talking to his agent and he said well it's alright I've got two years worth of money. I might not be playing or whatever, but I've got a contract. So I'm a big mansion getting paid. <laughs> That's what I mean. So yeah. after that, he said, no, I'm going to do one-year deals. I'm going to push myself. And wherever he went anywhere, he'd only sign a one-year deal. So if he did well and he wanted to keep him, he'd sign an extension if he did. Yeah, but he'd only be like a year. Yeah, he'd only be over a year. And he kept him going. And he's got he's got back in international football. He's playing yeah. brilliant stuff at the moment. That's fair play to him, though, isn't it? In his own character. Yeah, there's a lot of players yeah. that don't do that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, but it's like Bauer and all these other ones that you yeah. know, haven't, got a, haven't got a hard work bone between them. Well, if you if you asked the likes of Vimmer and, and Dye in another 20 years' time, how do you think your career went? They'll kick themselves for the things they've done. Oh, they yeah. will do if they carry on the way they are. Well, they're knackered anyway. I mean, well, they've wasted. I mean, Vim is what twenty eight now, isn't he? So yeah, his it's career's done. done basically. Bowers the same. <sighs> to, to be honest, I think Johnny Obi Mikel. It's going to be a four for me. He 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 didn't influence anything. He he passed the ball lovely, but it was to no avail. No. It was just going sideways. He then he kept slugs going sluggish, and he kept going missing. And that's the the thing is with a player like Obi Mikel. It's won all these things. You expect him to come to a championship side and boss that midfield, and he doesn't. He's had a couple of games where you go, yeah, you can see why why he's got that bit of quality. And I've been sticking up for him for a long time, expecting him to eventually hit a bit of form and, and show the quality he has got. But he isn't changing. It's the same game every week. He picks the ball up deep, passes it to Allen or passes it to Clube, whoever's playing. and it's, But then he's, he goes missing. And you can't have an old midfielder that goes missing. Mm, I think he's another one where his CV's a lot shinier than the product. No, but it isn't, it isn't more modern. It isn't. Apart from his one year at Middlesbrough. No, but you know what I mean? Oh, well, he's played for Chelsea. Yeah. It, sometimes you get people get drawn into that fact that, well, he's, he's played for Chelsea when... Mourinho but to be fair, he has sold shades at Stoke. He's the only signing we brought in the summer that we were going... Mm. I'm a bit. I'm, <laughs> the other thing I feel sorry for him a little bit, and I might get slated for this. I think Kuzik might have disjointed him a little bit. Joel. Well, that's what I just said earlier on. I think I don't, I don't think I think they're quite similar in the way they play. I think Joe Allen is very. I just tell Joe Allen where to be on the pitch as a midfield partnership when. You can't keep him still for more than five minutes. Well, the, the thing is with Joe Allen, it, it's like having, when you play Joe Allen with the way we're playing there, it's like having two holding midfielders on the pitch. Mm-hmm. I think Joe Allen has now become, in his later ages now, he has become a holding midfielder. Yeah. Because he, he can't break forward. And the problem is when you put him in the... in the Because last season when he played in that holding midfield role, he performed well. He did yeah. all right and that because it kept him calm. It stopped him running here and running there. Yeah. And he had the ability to get to get to the defensive and then help the midfield and then push if needed. But at the moment, in that higher position, he's, he's just like an headless chicken again. Yeah. 
and, and we all know he hasn't got that deep pass he hasn't got that creative pass that he used to have when he was at Swansea and he's just becoming a hopeless part of the team because yeah. you've got two players very similar you've got no creativity in them but can pass sideways things have got worse since he come back yeah he has yeah it has we've looked very toothless in midfield since Joe Allen's come back but John Obi McCall I'm going to give him a four yeah like I say apart from making a couple of nice sideways passes well, I, can't, I can't really give him anything really that sort of leads him nicely to Joe Allen <laughs> <sighs> He's come back in the side, and to be fair, where we were, we were fourth, weren't we fifth? When got he got an assist, in. didn't he, yesterday? He got an assist. He's very sporadic, and he, this is the problem with a lot of our players at the moment, when you look at them. There's no consistency in the way they play. Like, Joe Allen, pick something, be that. Yeah. Stop trying to do this, and do. stop trying do to be a holiday, try and do this, try and do that. Pick one, and then do it. Like, last season, while Michael Lee got the best out of him before he got injured... He sat him in front of the defence and said, do your defensive line duty. Focus on players running through. Do that job. And Joe Allen is good at that. He's yeah. very good at knocking He's strides. Size, yeah. He, he, did it, he did it brilliantly against Leicester. When he was running across to the left-hand side, he was keeping James Justin quiet for most of that game. And it took James Justin that bit of Premier League quality yeah. to beat him, beat that up and put him in the top corner. Yeah. The only way they were going to score, yeah. the only way he was going to be effective, yeah. because Alan was always there with him. So for me, when Alan came back, I thought, right, that's it for John Owen Miguel. He'll be on the bench and used midweek or something just to keep Alan fit. But he he's playing both of them together. And I don't get it because Joe Allen's now running round all over the place, not utilising. If you're going to say two, you'll sit him down and go, right. Just pick the ball up, move it to the, to a, de- a higher position, make a pass. Yeah. Make a pass. Instead of just running here, right, I'll attack it there, I'll go over here. Yeah. And he's knocking everybody out because this is what caused all it's the problems. Long, yeah. It's what caused all the problems with Nathan Jones, early Michael O'Neill and Gary Rowett. Joe Allen all over the place, yeah. destroying the midfield area. I still think he's only a one game a week player. No. Yeah, he is. Cause he's, I mean, how old is he now? 30, 31 now. He looks... T- I remember last season, he looked laboured when he played Tuesday and then Saturday. Yeah. yeah he, I mean, to get him fit, he's trying to push him in as much as possible, isn't he? Yeah. But the problem is when you're playing Obi-Wan... Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. <laughs> Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. <laughs> Obi-Wan. <laughs> Obi-Wan. When he's putting Obi-Wan in... <laughs> and Darth Vader force. And Darth Vader on the wing. <laughs> when he's putting... I keep, wow. I keep doing that all the time. It's the Obi bit. But it's like... Um, you put Obi McCall in the oldie midfield and you've got Joe Allen who for me is now an oldie midfielder because he played his best football under O'Neill last season as an oldie midfielder. So drop Obi McCall. He'll say Just call him John. Just call him Big John. They'll call him Obi-Wan Kenobi again. And John and Joe. Were it's because I watched Star Wars when I was off at Christmas and it's just stuck in me head. I, I'm, I'm going to give him another... I'll probably... I'll, t- I'll give him a five because he got... He, because he got the assist. He got the assist. He, he yeah. did have a bit of magic. He had a couple of ch- he, had a, he had a good chance as well. Um, he, he, he's running around, does lead to things, but for me, we need to stabilise him in that old midfield role and put Obi McCall on the bench to come in if need be. Right. On to Klukas. I forgot he was on the pitch, to be honest. He had a couple of chances yeah. in the second half. And they had one that just went over in the first. I can't believe the deterioration of the players that played so well last season to this season. You wouldn't think he was the same player. I was reading some things on Twitter last night and a lot of the fans are saying, how can a player be so different from in the space of six months? It's like, Klukas last season was our 
star player. He was our creative force. He was getting everything forward. He was scoring goals. He scored, what did he score? 14 goals last season. It was, was incredible last season. It was incredible. He couldn't stop him scoring goals this season. It's like, it's like his brother's come in. He's yeah, just not been good enough. Last season, there was games where he didn't score and probably could have had that trick, but he still walked away and went, well, Actually, he's done really well today, like. Yeah, he, he was r- r- running the ball up well. He was he was linking with the, with Powell and Nick, you know, getting with the forwards and getting McLean away all the time. He was playing well. And, and the thing is, what still frustrates me is why has he changed that formation? It was getting his results and getting his big wins. The Barnsley one, all this lot. The, the wingers where he put McLean on the left, Campbell on the right with, who was it in the middle? Somebody who played in the middle because it's that many players now. I'm losing track, but it worked. And the problem is now he's too deep. He's having to do all the donkey work, and it's another finding. He's not able to get in those positions that he yeah. was able getting before. Yeah, yeah. You sort of lost one of your best best players from last season for a formation. Yeah, instead of just sticking to what was. I working. mean, why not go back to that system but just put Clark on the right and Matondo on the left? Yeah. Yeah, if, you, if you're talking about adding quality to what he had last year, then they might as well kept things the same. Well, it's simple as this. If he, do, Does he trust Obi Macau? I'd say no. Well, that's what I mean. If he doesn't trust him, why well, keep playing him for 90 minutes? Yeah. But he's doing nothing. It's like yesterday, why did he bring Klukas off? He was, to be fair, was starting to get a bit of a root in the game and then he brought him off instead of Obi Macau. It had done nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it felt very favouritism at the time. And I didn't understand because the thing is, with, we all know Klukas drops two outside the box, he hits that, he could go in. Yeah. I can't see that with Johnny McCall. Oh, no, no. He did, he did a ball boy somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> a ball boy? <laughs> in pandemic? <laughs> well, someone's got to go fetch the ball out of the stand. I think that's the assistant managers have to do that. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give it six. I'll, I'll give him a five. Yeah. Right, Clark. So little touches. Where did he there. play yesterday? He wasn't. On, he wasn't on the wing, from what I saw. This is what I don't understand. So was he playing as a cam? Well, the problem is if you look at who who actually started the game, you'd say it was a four four. It was four at the back, and then you've got two older midfielders plus Klukas, McLean, and Powell. So was Powell up front on his own? McLean's obviously on the wing. Oh, so he, did, the other side. so he did play wingers? He did play wingers, yeah. But from what I gather, Clark spent most of his time filling in at the park. I just find that watching the game... Now, Clark was at right wing back. Nathan played five. And now Nathan Collins was third, third centre-back. Yeah. So he wasn't filling in at right back, he was centre-back. Clark was on the left wing. Norrington Davis on the left, and then it was a front two of McLean and McLean Powell. and Powell, which makes no sense. Two midfield at all. A winger and a, a winger and a holding midfield yeah. cam yeah. <laughs> up front. Yeah, that's how desperate we are. <laughs> well, don't you think that's just we're sitting here going, where did he play? That that that's shows you. That, that shows you. How, I don't know where anyone was playing. No. Because I was watching the game thinking, so where's he playing? So because I thought McLean was on the wing, but then I realised. I can't remember him coming in, or he was very deep, or central. He's got to be on the wing. We're watching him at Leeds, he's dangerous. He's and a dangerous player, and he's too deep. It's too defensive. Yeah. It's too defensive all the time. And it's like, we're sitting now going like that, right lads, let's keep his shape. 
but then when we go 1-0 down, I'll change things around, we'll start going attacking. Yeah. It's like he's playing for draws. It's like he's gone out, well, let's get a 0-0 draw. Right, we're losing 1-0 now, so we'll bring. We'll try to get level, so we draw 1-1. I'd love to see that whiteboard in the dressing room. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if I was half these players, I'd be walking out going, where are we playing? Or going, where are you playing, Jack? I'm on the left. I thought I was on the left. Yeah. No, you're on the right. Michael! <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, in fairness to Clark, that's his first start in nearly two years. Senior start. Yeah, because the move to QPR was a pointless joke because yeah. cause QPR's best player is a say Samuel. Who's this year going to win their player of the year? Yeah, so Fe- why they loaned him in, I don't I'd know. Say it's February 2019, his last season at the start was. Was that for Leeds? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so, yeah. Which is, like I say, well, pretty much two years ago, so yeah, that's he, a long time to be out. It's, it's a long time, but you put him on the right wing and he gets his fitness and gets his confidence back, he'll be creative, it's simple yeah. as that. But he's playing out of position, he's playing at right wing back. I'll give him a four, no reason I'm going to give him a four. It's because he's playing out of position. I'll, I'll give him a five. But, uh, right, McLean. He frustrated me like anything. Second Still crosses off. the ball well. He does, but the thing is, if you're crossing... Who's he crossing it to if he's up front? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> saw him a couple of times go, decent ball, that is, James. But you're supposed to be up top, aren't you? <laughs> you're, you're the man who's supposed to be on it. Yeah. I'll cross it to myself and run dead fast. And this is a perfect example of being try, trying to be too close for what it was. I mean, McLean was very frustrating second half because he isn't a striker. So he kept he kept dropping offside. Really was not making moves when he should have made moves. He was very frustrating against Watford. But he, at least he was grafting. And it's the only thing I can say about him. But that's, that's what... Them sort of players like a striker will be selfish. A striker will do what he has to do, and that's it. Whereas you've got McLean, who let's face it, he will work hard for you. Yeah. He will work out hard for you on that pitch. You don't want a striker running miles out of position every two minutes, chasing every last ball. You want him up top, waiting for that killer pass, waiting for that cross, yeah. waiting for that little moment where he can get a chance on goal. The problem is, you've got Powell and McLean up front. Powell likes holding the ball up and bringing people into play. Pa- Powell. And McLean likes running at people. Yeah, Powell likes to drop away as well and go in and then snake around. And yeah. He's not a striker. Drop in, he's on the edge of the box, yeah. seeing what he can pick up. McLean likes crossing the ball, running at the, yeah, Powell, the Powell, line. Powell's a, an opportunist player. He tries to get where he needs to yeah. go. He's been playing well, Powell, to be fair. He, every single season, he is improving. Yeah. I've got to be honest, Powell just seems to get better he's every time. He's fit as well now. Yeah, for, for how much we got him for, which is nothing, he's been a great signing, Nick yeah. Powell. I'm going to give McLean a six, because I felt sorry for him a little bit. You can't give him a six because you felt sorry for him. Yeah. I feel sorry for I feel sorry for Valinden, but I'm not going to give him an eight. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I just, I just got the feeling at times, it's like, you're expecting him to do too much. Him, him and Powell, because you're taking every part of what their game... It's yeah, it's ridiculous. It's he, he reminded me of Nathan Jones a lot. I've got to be honest, because he was like, play there, play yeah. here, play wherever. Yeah. And it's, it just in a way... You get the best out of an individual by playing to their strengths. So you've got two players who aren't doing what they do best to sacrifice doing a different job. Yeah. So it's never going to work against a side like Watford. Oh no, we were completely outplayed, especially second half. Yeah. They they just switched off and went direct and we couldn't cope with them. Yeah. Simple as that. I'm going to give him a, I'll give him a three. 
No, I'm not. I'm going to give him a five. <laughs> a four, no, four. I'll go four. I can't give him anything. They were, it was garbage. I'm sorry. It was like watching paint dry. I mean, he passed the ball around lovely, but, you know, I, I can't, I'm, I'm annoyed. No end product. I'm just annoyed about it. The crumble. Leads into Powell. We, we, we've already said about Powell. I, like I say, I think I think he's he was going to struggle because that's not what he's. What they, he's they've about. got good. They've got good centre backs as well. Watford. Let's go. They've got Cathcart. Yeah, the ball up well, pal. But we already know he can do that anyway. Well, he can do that. But the problem is when you do that, you nullify him because he's the player that's on the other end of the yeah. knockdown. You need somebody five yards in front. So you've got so you've got yeah. you've got McLean playing alongside him who's a winger, and then you've got him passing it to who? <laughs> who's he passing yeah. it to? Back to Joe Allen. Yeah. It's it's silly, and you know I'll give I'll give him a six. Yeah, I'll give him a generous six. Yeah, to be fair, he, he did his job actually. He held the ball. It was, it's not his fault. There's no one round him. Right onto Fletcher, got the goal. Wasn't quite enough. Really. Why isn't he? Why isn't he starting though? Because made of glass. <laughs> I know it's not that it's made of glass. He's starting. He's our only striker that's got a goal in it. If it was me, at the end of the game, I'd put him in a minivan wrapped in bubble wrap, send him home and say, you're not allowed back out the house till the next game. <laughs> Do not get injured. He's not that bad. <laughs> but to be fair, he's our only striker that can score a goal. It's fit. Yeah, he's probably on the list for player of the year again. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got a play. He came on, look what happened. He changed the formation. He put Jack Clark higher up. He put McLean higher up, and all of a sudden, guess what? We scored a goal. Yeah, it, it's common probably, sense. He's probably had another ten minutes. He's probably got the equaliser. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him a seven. Man of the match for me, just for that goal. <laughs> Scoring a goal was great. Oh my god, I can cheer. Yeah, just go. <laughs> come on for Norrington Davis. He was like an endless chicken. If he's, I think if if you can get him running at the back line, he will cause problems. He kept losing the ball though. He kept. Yeah. He, the thing is, you can see why Schalke are now trying to get rid. But the thing is, it's his age, and in where Stoke position we're on, Championship club, probably going to finish mid-table now if he carries on the way we're going. We need a player like him for the future. Yeah. So, so, but he's got to play him in a position that suits him. He likes to be a sterling. He likes to play high on the left side, pick the ball up high up the pitch, and run at defenders. Yeah, and you play deep. Well, it comes back to what I said last week about confidence. Schalke are in a mess. A big mess, and he's just come straight out of the fire, and he, he might take him a bit of time for settling. Because the thing is, it's going to be at the back of his mind thinking he's got to be back there, and they'll be a division below next year. By the looks of things, unless they pull off some miracle, three managers in one season, eight points adrift last week. It doesn't look good for Schalke. No, um, and that'll be. St- I think that'll still be at the back of his mind. Well, it's not, I don't think he's bothered about that. Cause I, mean, I think we have got a thing in place now for the £6 million deal at the end of the season. So he, his future's stoked, technically. It's up to him now. But the thing, if he ain't playing, so that moves us nicely into Michael O'Neill. We're not interested in the other subs. Cause you don't want to be interested in the last sub because he's public enemy number one anyway around Stoke. Exactly. Sam Brooks. Do you, do you tell what? Because I was listening to the game and, and the presenter came on and goes, I think Sam Brooks just ducked out of that, Eddie. I think Sam Brooks 
didn't want to move for that yeah. challenge. And the sad part of it is he was a good aerial threat. Oh, God's sake. That's re-watching the right game. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Sentinel ones. I love the Sentinel ones. I better, I better give Fletcher a 10. <laughs> 10 for Fletcher. Must be a man who walks in in the morning with a shirt, white shirt on called Mr. Positive. No, it's because they, they don't want to upset the club, so they won't go any higher lower than a five. Mm. <laughs> you, never, you never see any, but you could get sent off and then have a go at the ref. And still get a four. Yeah, he, he did all right for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that pass. I mean, since when Sam Vokes had any aerial threat in his Stoke career? Well, like you said, he got beaten in the air by Willow once. But what are the orbits? He's <laughs> someone small at Derby. <laughs> uh, right, so we're moving to Michael O'Neill. I'm going to give him a four. I'll give him a two. Uh, just simply for the positional thing, he's got to get this formation in order. And he's got to start playing people where they actually play. It's, it's ridiculous. That, yeah. the, the, the way we're playing at the moment makes no sense. Why yeah. bring two wingers in and not play wingers? You know, he's brought Matondo in. He, he was said in his interview, I like playing the left side. It's where a Sean was at the Youth Academy at City. It's what got me in the Wales squad. Right, do, do you mind playing centre forward or left wing back? Can you just go and go for a week? <laughs> <laughs> what? It doesn't make any sense. No. He's brought Jack Clark, who who broke through at Leeds, his breakthrough season, scored, I think, nine goals, 15 assists, on the right wing. Nowhere else, not right wing back, not central midfield, or <laughs> Cam, or... McLean and Powell, I don't want to be seeing two kids out of the academy play that game. You say this every week, but you don't like young lads, you already want beers, you yeah, can't. what I'm saying is, <laughs> is if there were two strikers who come in and played, and it didn't quite work, you go, well, all right, fair enough, Fletcher's been injured, Campbell's out, blah, blah, blah. We brought two of the kids in, they played the game, we've lost the game, fine. But when you start playing people who will not do a job there, and it, for me, it's worse. Well, it's worse when you've got Fletcher on the bench. Fair enough, the Rotherham game, or when he's just come back from injury, he'll be fit now. I'd have played him and then if we if, then brought him off second half. It's like they said on Talk Sports. They said, if he's fit enough to be on the bench... He's fit enough play. Well, he didn't come on crutches to the bench, did he? Exactly. <laughs> so if he's on the bench, he's fit enough play. He's passed his medical tests. So why go with a winger and a cam up front when you've got Fletcher? How many goals he scored this season? Six, seven? Yeah. He's all probably top goal scorer, second top goal scorer this season. Get him on the pitch. Yeah. This is Watford. This is a team that's in the top six. They aren't going to get automatic. That That's, I think, sorted now. But the thing is, we wanted to scrape into those playoffs, and we're not going to do it by playing a wingy in a cam up front. No, and that's what I'm saying. You could have even better off place putting two kids in there and seeing how they get on. Like I say, putting them two up front, it just angers me more. I like just, I mean, then puts Vokes on late on as if that's going to do anything. Yeah. Vokes has come on. Well, got no else. Is anyone else who has? It's a light bulb. That I, I, so I tell you what, I prefer Danny back come on and play up front. Yeah, no, he's got a better goal scoring yeah. record. Yeah. That's that's the thing that's laughable. And he's going to be a better target, Mark. So. <laughs> <laughs> number one for number ten. <laughs> well, it's like you're looking at it, and it's like Danny Bats. I think scored nine, eight, nine goals now for Stoke. Oh, last season. Well, he scored six or seven last season. He scored four, a few in a row. Three, four the year before. Yeah. He's got a better goal scoring record than Vokes, and yeah. he's playing up front. Yeah. So it shows you how crap he is. Yeah. Vokes, I don't understand why he's near. Get rid of him. Yeah. Just get rid of him. If we could pay him up and get rid, do it. I'd, honestly, I'd rather get rid of Vokes now and not buy a striker this winter. Yeah, I was. Just to get him out the door, just to get rid of him. Just bring anyone out of the academy. Anyone who plays up front, get him in. 
Because you still do a better job than Luke's. He is well out, number 50. How <laughs> <laughs> far away is he? <laughs> John from Mitch is here. He's got some predator books. Get him in. Get him playing. Come on. Come an edit. Right, so we're moving to the second part of the clue now. Oh, yes. Right. He's a legend, obviously, at Preston North End. Normally relies on playing up front. Left us for Sheffield United, where he played over 120 times. And then went back to York. And he did play... Four times for the England number 21 side. Did he? That doesn't help me anyway. <laughs> but he hasn't changed to a thing to it anyway, so. <laughs> so he played for both Sheffield clubs. I'm still certain I know who he says. I don't think you do. <laughs> he said this last time. He was like, <laughs> can, I, can I add one person and say, and ask you something? What? Did he play Pram? No. No? No. For Stoke? No. 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 Definitely no. We played, we scored, I think, 16, 18 goals for Stoke as well. Okay. It's changed around that, hasn't it? It's not, it's not completely thrown me. I've got another idea who it is. Right. So Linden's gone. Yeah, which is divided opinion a bit. And, like, I know why it's happened. You've had to obviously get rid of Linden for a fee so they could bring Alfie Doggerty in from Charlton, a very highly rated young player from what we know of him. He's taught that his attitude's not right again. This is another thing that's come out to this. To well, apparently today. he's been like that because he doesn't want to be at Charlton anymore because he wanted to make the move to Stoke, which I'm, I'm all for. If no, no, I'm not about Valinden's attitude. Valinden, I, mean, I think Valinden was never going to be anything here anyway. Mm. I saw bits. I saw bits of why people think he's a good player, but I didn't really see anything. He went on loan at Bolton, did nothing. Think scored. He did start it well, and then faded away. Yeah. He, he, when he got on the old pitch with Stoke, he he did a lot of running, but what did he really do? No assists, no goals. I still think he could have been a good asset for Stoke. He could have been a good asset, but I, I think if if we're bringing this dog team, he could play left wing, left wing back. Just get him; it's got to yeah. be a better option. Really, if you want to be a Stoke City player. You need to be able to play in goal, left back, up you, top. Well, with the way, way we're yeah. playing with Michael O'Neill, you got you just play anywhere. Yeah. Can you go and goal? <laughs> now and again. Yeah. No one five foot eight, perfect. You'll still be <laughs> you'll still be folks in the air. Just remember how big she gave him was. <laughs> that, that shocked me. <laughs> that shocked me when he joined Stoke. Went, how short she gave <laughs> The goal looked massive when he was in there. I thought he was like a massive beast. Well, he was such a good goalkeeper. I couldn't believe when he came to Stoke. I was like, how far away is she? I can't remember what game it was. I think we lost 3-0 to him. And he, he was in goal for a penalty and I thought, Goals are bigger than last season. <laughs> it's a shame, was it? It's a shame, that little. <laughs> right, so like I say, Valinden's gone. It's caused a lot of aggro between the fans, quite a lot, actually. Um, I could I could understand why, because there was glimpses of him, there was a lot of prospect. I mean, as we all know, we spoke to Carl Lufkins, who had a lot of praise about Valinden as well, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and he, I mean, his injury has not done him any favours. He's been out for, let's face it, nearly a year now. Yeah, it was yeah. the Derby game in February of last year. Yeah, my bad. So we're closing in on a year out, and let's face it, it, it's not good being out for that length. And of Michael O'Neill hasn't exactly rushed him in the side. He hadn't even made a summer no. appearance, so 
I got a lot of abuse shouted online because I put welcome to Stoke City. We don't welcome Pacey. Except every player we brought in this window is lightning fast. <laughs> Up top was on about. Oh, no, I tried to recover myself because I thought, yeah, we are quite quick then, players. <laughs> He's brought Clark in. I was on about up front. Clark is the second fastest behind the Tom now. Yeah. <laughs> Norrington Davis is quite I've just quick. got a feeling like Stoke fans have got uh, ganging up on me like they've been lining them up on the pitch for a race. Look <laughs> how quick he is. What can he do over 100 metres? <laughs> yeah, well, people were talking that Matondo could have been a sprinter. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of them. Uh, there has been much small links to Cosgrove of Aberdeen again. Um, from all the mirrors that Stoke are trying to knock the price down, which doesn't surprise yeah, bro- me. He broke a record this week as well for goal scoring, something like a, a record for the amount of goals per game he's played. It's some kind of Scottish record. The average, like. Yeah, it's like the average record. So, you know, he's exactly what we're crying out for, really. Yeah. Proper, powerful goal scoring centre forward. Yeah, because the thing is, take nothing away from Fletcher, but he is going to be one of them players where he's got to, he, he ain't going to play two games in a week all the time. No, he's going to have, he's going to have problems in in yeah. wise. So, you know, if we get Cosgrove in, that at least would sort out the odd goal here and yeah. there. Because there's no guarantees he's going to come and score goals. We don't know, do we? Yeah, because I bet if you spoke to Fletcher direct and said, listen, to, listen, Fletcher, you're going to play, I bet he'd go, yeah, I'm all right with that. He knows he hasn't got yeah. the legs to play 46 games a season, he knows that. Yeah. But at the moment we're desperate for him with Campbell being out. We're, we're desperate really, because he's the, his, his goal scoring. He's literally the only so. one who can seem to hit the back yeah. of the net behind Powell. So. We had some more cover, then it just gives him, it gives us that chance to rotate it a little bit. Um, because let's face it, the only thing I want to do is, with Vokes is rotate him in the canal. So. <laughs> We're on a spit. Oh. Spit loose. I'm a new beast. <laughs> Bloody family show this. Cut that out. Right, so we'll go to Quiz. Can you bring it back to 3 2? He obviously played from 2007 to 2010 for Stoke, so he was a part of Peel's team. And then was obviously the season we got promoted to the Premier League. He was loaned to Sheffield United and then joined them permanently, where he played quite a lot of games, to be fair. So he did play for Bradford? No. He did play for No, he left on loan and then joined permanently in the January to Sheffield United. See, I've got two players in mind. Right, so he plays as a striker. Yeah. He started at York City. Yeah. Where he played, well, just over 100 times. He then went on to Sheffield Wednesday, where actually I think he did play Prem when they got relegated. Yeah. Then he went on to Leicester, where he didn't play much, about 10, 10 odd. Then he went on loan to Preston because they didn't like him. Went on to play 200 times for Preston before going to Leeds for two seasons and then joined Stoke. Purely signing. And another clue is he didn't play striker for Stoke. Don't we tell you who my first thought was? Oh, oh no, you got to go. See, so I've got two players in mind. See, you've got you've got to go with one. See, you always play on this, don't you? <laughs> go, ah. So I've got I've only got one chance, one chance only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because when when you say it, you have to say you have to say one, you have to go with your guess. Because you you're stuck between two. I can I can see the anger in your head because you're split between two people. Good. No, because the the second person I was thinking of. I don't. When he named where he went, he didn't go there till late. Later, he didn't go Preston until later. 
who I'm thinking of, it's not as early as what you were saying. So you know how you've said like Preston, then moved, then moved again and again. It's later yeah, on. Yeah, basically he, he was and in, it was a striker. He was a striker. He was at Sheffield Wednesday for one season, I think in the Premier League. Played a lot of football, but only at the back of the net twice in his one season at Sheffield Wednesday. He then went to Leicester for a year, but didn't really play. Just over a year. Then he went Preston on loan and then joined Preston permanently. So I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go with my first guess, I think. And then he went to Leeds for two seasons and then joined Stoke. But he didn't play as a striker for Stoke. Well, he did, but that wasn't his position. He played just off. No, no, no. He looks like staying three one. <laughs> I, I was thinking originally, was it Craswell? Where? <laughs> it's Craswell. Yeah. Played up front in the prem. Played with Kitson. No, no. Never played. No, he left the season. We got promoted. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I definitely remember. Yeah, yeah. Could have sworn I saw him play up top with Kitson one year. Yeah, probably friendly because two thousand two thousand and ten he left Stoke to go to Sheffield United. So he never played in two thousand and eight or nine. Well, Stoke went up before two thousand and ten. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. But two thousand nine was on loan at Sheffield United. Ah, right. Then yeah. he went permanently. Yeah. So he, the year we went up, he went on loan to Sheffield United and then joined mm. them permanently. He never looked like a striker to me. Well, he played for us on the left side mainly. Mm. But when he had seen go up top, I used to think. Mm, I don't know. Well, he was never known for being lethal, apart from his stint at Preston, where he did put a few goals away. I remember having a good game against Preston for Stoke in the Championship the year before we went <laughs> Well, up. he scored nine mm. the season we went up. So he only yeah, had, yeah. He I only think had, he scored the winner at Preston. You've got to think he had three seasons technically at Stoke. You know, the, that last season he wasn't at Stoke, he was out on loan because he obviously didn't fancy him on the left side in the Premier League. See, my other guess, which... Because of the what's it? Because of the different clubs, which I was just chucked in was Paul Gallagher. No, because he never joined permanently, did he? No. He only had two loans. But the him. Preston link was where he went. Preston after Stoke. Yeah, that's why I knew it wasn't him. Because we got him from Blackburn, and then he's still there now at Preston. I think sure, he played think, against us last season. I think he's back at Blackburn. Is he? I'm sure he played against us last season. But for Preston. No, first season he did. Did he? Yeah, that when we played him in the because we were in the pub, weren't we watching yeah, the away yeah. game? Was play, like, yeah, he played then. Yeah, yeah. Right, such so another one done. It's not a great week, and you know it's not been a great one. So I can't, I can't be anything but negative this week. I can't be positive every week. No, all we can say is try and stay positive in lockdown. Yeah, Michael only allowed. <laughs> it won't be long before people are seeing it. I've already seen it today. I've already seen it on Twitter, Michael O'Neill out. I think they're mad. Right, so you know where we are. We're on all podcast platforms. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on everywhere. So make sure you like, enjoying, share, tell your friends, make sure you get the podcast out and give us a five star review if you enjoyed. So thanks for listening. Ta ra. Ta ra. All the best.